0: It's time to bear down in The Bear Dead. and Welcome to the Bear Den Podcast, your podcast home for nothing but the finest armchair analysis of your Chicago Bears. Uh, Things are a little different today. We're actually without Mac, as you can tell. So uh, we're kind of recording remotely. Brian's in Chicago. I'm at my place. And hopefully we're going to get Mac to call in in a little bit uh, when he's off work. So uh, again, I'm Brad Morrison. And I'm Brian Mengler. And we're your hosts tonight for your
1: latest from your friendly neighborhood monsters of the midway well wow, brian you had the same line and, and you <laughs> fucked it
0: up we're keeping it though because it's authentic uh, yeah so uh i mean we don't have mac to lead the transition here so i guess uh brian No, wanna... we're just
1: gonna have to uh, charge <laughs> right in yeah so the uh, bears got another win we're three and four we're almost 500 it's so exciting
0: <laughs> it's uh pretty sad that we're that excited about three and four (laughs) i know right but i mean, creeping back to 500 yeah really i mean
1: it'd be the first time we've been over 500 in what four five years uh i I think think we like three or four i think we were two and one at the very beginning of tressman's last year and i think that might be the last time we were above 500
0: yeah i mean i think this is this is only year three i think of the the pace fox regime right yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess, yeah, in uh, like, you know, three or four years, depending on how you're counting. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting, I guess. Uh, there's there's a lot of good things going on with this uh, Bears football team, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, offense, ha- we, we've got some things to work on, and I'm sure we're going to have a spirited discussion about that. If, uh, <laughs> if our conversation this having, afternoon was. <laughs> we've been
1: having a spirited discussion about our Bears offense pretty much all day at this point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, why don't why don't do you want to tackle it now or do you want to save it and we can uh, give it to Mac a little bit when
1: uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we can talk about the Bears offense first since I guess they they sucked. They sucked. <laughs> they just sucked.
0: They definitely uh, looked pretty inept every time they were on the field in this last game. We
1: had what, what was the grand total, 159 total yards of offense, I think? Something like that? Yeah, thereabouts. It, that, oh, that's just so bad. And when you look at almost half of it came on one 70-yard one play to Tariq Cohen. That means we yeah. have, I think, 36 offensive plays get you a grand total of 80 yards.
0: Yeah. Well, it's I mean, <laughs> just so bad. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. It was definitely, uh, disappointing to see. Um, wh- one of the things that we were discussing was, you know, how, how much of that was the result of conservative play calling, uh, you know, by design, uh, you know, that, that isn't to say that, you know, you're trying to go three and out every opportunity cause you know, you're certainly not, but, uh, You know, at the end of the day, we're we're talking about a team that literally attempted, what was it, seven passes throughout the entire game? I think
1: seven whole passes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, seven attempts, um, you know, that doesn't include necessarily dropbacks, what resulted in sacks and whatnot. Uh, So, you know, maybe they called something around, you know, 15, say maybe they called 15 passing plays and uh, seven of them were actually attempted uh it, you know it it gives you a lot of concern and uh it definitely gave me pause and well it actually it gave me the opposite of pause it made me want to like rip Fox's head off you know it just, just kind of Yo absolutely there's further in that because it, there's
1: it, calling a conservative game and then there's just being dumb and this falls under the just being dumb category of Fox and I I mean, you, it's, is this even Dowell Loggins? I mean, I don't I hate Dowell Loggins, but like, it, is he going to overrule Fox and be like, hey, Fox, that's stupid. We should, you know, pass the ball once in a while. Maybe try to get a first down here.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you uh, know, it, it, it was painfully conservative. I mean, it was absolute classic. We're not going to beat ourselves football. Uh, at the same time, I, I, I hear your point where it totally it could have backfired. It totally could have backfired. And, yeah. you know, I think that we'd be having a very different conversation here on Monday uh, if if the Bears had lost as a result of going out and, you know, playing. It, it looked like half-assed offense is what it looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it looked oh, like it really these guys did. were trying to get off the field, which, you know, in, in some sense, um, I, I don't want to say, again, that the, the game plan was to go three and out. But the game plan obviously was, you know, our defense is hot. And hungry, and the Panthers' offense is absolutely terrible, and especially you know, and their cool.
1: offensive line.
0: Yeah, the offensive line we were, was so porous. I mean,
1: we were in cam space almost every play. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Every every one of those defensive players uh in like the front seven, I feel like got a hand on them at one point. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. They, they were all getting there, and especially going into the second half when you've you've got the fourteen point lead. As a result of you know the conservative, but I, I supported this one taking the field goal, so you go up two two full scores as opposed to just you know being up by ten or what whatever, um, or excuse yeah yeah you would just be up yeah. By, at uh, what, at that point they had just
1: gotten the uh, they had just gotten their field goal, um, and they did I mean they did they took a shot downfield to Tariq Cohen and it worked out you know the one. Probably was Is that our biggest offensive play this year, maybe.
0: Um, uh, maybe not our biggest offensive play this year, but certainly our biggest offensive play this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and probably top five yards. Yeah, um, probably top five all year. It was a good play.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, that was a good play. And then, yeah, you want to see them answer right back, get that three points back that they'd just given up. Um, I would like to even comment on that. That one big play we had. Mm-hmm. Was sort of underthrown. You'd like to see Trubisky get that ball under, get a little more oh, under yeah. that ball, Yeah, let you're it get out in front right. of he, Tariq Cohen. He didn't
0: lead him. He kind of like threw this like weird like rope ball. Um,
1: yeah, Cohen had to come back to it, and I mean he caught it, and it was fine, uh, partially because the defender didn't ever turn their head to see where the ball is and just kept running. But right, I mean it worked out, and it's. That's also a frustrating thing is it is hard to see what we have in Trubisky when he's only throwing the ball seven times a game. You know, it's how, how is he going to get a chance to develop if he's not being made to move the ball downfield?
0: Uh-huh.
1: How can the coaching staff see what his strengths and weaknesses are when he's not throwing the ball? more than 10 times a game.
0: Yeah, I mean you're you're absolutely right with that and it, it, even just as a, you know, a fan and, you know, yeah. us playing armchair quarterback here, uh it's it's kind of uh disconcerting that like his best moments uh have have been trick plays and luck. Like yeah. like sheer luck. Yeah. His uh that it, the one that just still sticks in my mind is that pass to Zach Miller last week when it was you know off the defender's hands and popped up and zach miller caught it like at waist height (laughs) i mean oh yeah yeah that that's lucky and you're gonna get some of those i mean the greatest quarterbacks you know still get some of those but oh sure those are the ones that you know those guys still wish that they could have back and you know throw again so uh yeah you're you're definitely right and and especially then considering the uh the the play calling where you're, you're giving this kid you know maybe 15 plays to go out there and and try to make something happen uh, it's it it doesn't seem like a great way to develop a quarterback you know yeah so I mean I'll, you drafted you the that. guy
1: you drafted the guy second overall he's he like he's gonna be the future of your franchise mm-hmm. and like they like on one hand I get you're up you want to play conservative but at some point also like you have to take the training wheels off a little bit see what the kid can do. Um, and that's that's one thing that I just don't know if Fox is capable of doing, is taking the training wheels off and seeing what he can do in an actual game situation like that, Not something, not something where he's forced to do it, you know? Like if we're down by mm-hmm. two, three touchdowns, then he has to throw him in like that. He has to get these yards. It'd be nice to see them work in a little bit you know, can you hit those slants? Are you going to hit those hooks on the timing routes? Um, you know, what throws can you make in a situation where the pressure isn't high stakes?
0: Yeah, man, I, I totally agree with you. I, th- I think that, you know, that again, that kind of boils down to like this weird play calling that was going on. Um, just it, it's it's a it's a weird philosophy, a weird, a weird approach to take. Um, y- you you want to win this game by like 40, you know what I mean? Like any, any, yeah, any yeah. other teams, like, I feel like I shouldn't say any other team because obviously the bears have something great going on, on defense. And I, I, I can't wait to talk more about that, but uh, you know, any other offense paired with the bears defense right now, like it would have just been such, such a murder, you know, <laughs> like it'd be, it'd be so brutal. Um, you know, and, and and it's it's just sad that the Bears aren't able to capitalize on the opportunity to have, like, a big authoritative victory where you assert yourself. I mean, they've, they've been on the receiving end of that so many times. You know, they've yeah, they've gotten yeah. beaten down 40 to 3. Like, how, how many times has yeah, the, the point well, differential been, like, 30-plus 30, 30 against the Bears in the last three years? Yeah, because I mean, you
1: see these other teams that don't take their foot off the gas like that.
0: Yeah, no, they, they decide they're going to beat you to death once they have this— you know, big lead on you that they, they decide that, you know, we're going to continue to grow this lead in order to continue to demoralize you and in order to continue yeah. to make our players feel better about themselves and, and to yeah. be more confident And I I just and don't like, see that occurring with the Bears right now.
1: Oh, not at all. That And that's that. I mean, that's a huge problem with John Fox is that's just never going to be what he does. And I mean, that's the thing. Like you're up by two scores, but two scores isn't that much like you see these other offenses they'll t- turtle up and stop trying when they're up by you know four or five touchdowns you know a truly insurmountable lead yeah right two that's what you put in the second
0: stringer I mean <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I mean we're up by two touchdowns against I mean he hasn't looked great this season but he is a former MVP like he, he easily could have come back to burn us if it wasn't for our defense being freaking awesome we're back to monsters in the midway status after that game
0: yeah absolutely we are and I mean I think maybe that's it's as good a time as any to to get into some of that I mean uh what do you what do you think should we start small or should we go right for you know the player of the game I mean I mean <laughs>
1: obviously we know who the player of the game is gonna be Mr. Eddie Jackson I'll be his personal hype man I've been <laughs> since game one I've been saying this kid's gonna be something And he he was.
0: Yeah, he he totally was. He showed it.
1: He's he's clearly got some ball skills. He's fast as all hell. You see him running down the sideline, no one's going to catch him. It's just, it was exciting to see a a playmaker on the defensive side, someone that can get the ball and run with it. We haven't had that in such a long
0: time. Yeah, I mean, this was back to like, what, like Mike Brown, I feel like was the last guy at the safety position that had that kind of impact. I mean...
1: Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: You know, maybe some some, I'm I'm sure we can look back and find some like Daniel Manning highlight where, you know, just because he was such a a great runner uh, that. Oh, uh, yeah. He was so fast. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it it really is exciting to see. Uh, Once again, it looks like Ryan Pace has just found a, a fucking gemstone you know, in these, yeah, these middle yeah. rounds. I mean, what was Eddie Jackson, a second rounder? Is that when he was taken? Oh, so
1: he was later. He was either one of our fourths or fifth. Was n- n- really, he was, he was really late. Well, cause he was,
2: if I know he broke his out, leg,
1: right. If yeah, if he'd come out two years ago or maybe one year ago, he would have been, you know, maybe end of the first round, beginning of the second was his uh, draft grade at the time. And then, yeah, then he went out and broke his leg. So his draft stock plummeted. Um, But I mean, it was a broken leg. It's not like he tore his ACL, you know, something that you can come back from Mm -hmm. without a lot of hindrance. So, I mean, you, you clearly you see the talent there that Pace took a gamble on that injury wouldn't affect him. And through seven games, it looks like it's worked out pretty well.
0: Yeah, man. Uh in in fact, so here here we go. I actually just decided to do a little fact checking for once since uh we don't do enough of that, I feel like. Um <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's the fourth round is when he was taken with the uh the fifth pick. So pick one twelve. Um and looking back, uh this is some stuff that I had forgotten, but I I, I remember kind of scratching my head, honestly, when this pick was made because of this spot right here that I'm about to read. He tore his right ACL in spring 2014 practices, but still returned to start 10 games at corner in 2014. Uh, that's on the NFL.com draft profile. Uh So, I mean, this is a kid that has had an injury history. Oh I mean, huh, yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't realize he had that first one.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he, uh he tore his ACL in 2014, you know, went on to still, you know, make an impact and whatnot. Um, but uh, I think he he had like five touchdowns on on interceptions in, and punt returns in college. I mean he he's a playmaker for sure. Um, and you know he he wasn't really expected by a lot of scouts to be you know a starter. And I and I don't think that we expected him to be a starter you know this early. But yeah, I certainly
1: did, and I figured it'd be Amos and Dempse. Um,
0: yeah, I mean he's capitalizing on the uh, the Dempse injury, he, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and he. He started the season as a starter. He he won the job in camp by just looking better and being able to make more plays on the ball than anyone else. Um,
0: yeah, I guess that's and right because yeah, it, it was it was Jackson and Demp starting and then it was Amos that came in
1: Yeah, Demp's yeah. went
0: down, right?
1: Yeah, so – and that's – I mean, yeah, he's playing a great center fielder out there. And, he, and you watch the space he covered – to get under that, that pick that got uh was it a Mukamara bounced way up in the air? Um so, I mean this Man, pick I, I can cover some ground real quick.
0: I think I think the pick was actually just Brick Hands Benjamin at it again. I mean it, yeah,
1: well could have been. <laughs> Which got three it. hands
0: then there. Can we can we talk about like how how terrible is Kelvin Benjamin at catching some of these balls? I,
1: oh yeah. I just <laughs> I mean you you see why they liked him so much. He's gigantic and pretty
0: strong and pretty quick but man, yeah. I, I just i have never seen a a pro level receiver or tight end for that matter who insists on trying to catch so many balls you know palms up yeah, <laughs> I just, I yeah. just don't get it stop doing that because you know I, I i swear every time and you know some of this may just be you know, a, uh, a one, a confirmation bias into a, a coincidence of when I've seen him. But I have just seen that guy bounce so many balls up in the air while watching him. It's it's just insane. Like, it's yeah, be, he's yeah. got to be responsible for, you know, a, a good 25 percent of Cam's interceptions because oh, he just, I'm sure he just can't bring him in. <laughs> it is kind of hilarious. Yeah.
1: It, and yeah, that and you see, I mean, I know Kamara had his hand in there and that's that's another thing that I'm just really liking this year is we're seeing Mukamara and Kyle Fuller play well enough. I mean, they're not blowing the roof off, shutting everyone down, but they're playing well enough man, that we Kyle, have a
0: respectable pass defense this year. Kyle Fuller is playing pretty damn good. I mean, I don't, I don't have the exact numbers can, in front of me, but man, he is like not giving a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at the receivers he's had to go against, and you know Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and he hasn't given up huge numbers to any of them.
0: No, I mean, I feel, um, I feel like they've all had like some of their smaller games of the year going against yeah, the Bears. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, we're not like declaring him Richard Sherman here, but he's he's played well and looks like he could be a player. Um, it's nice to see. It's nice to see that because you look. You look at what Fangio had in uh, San Francisco. He didn't have elite-level corners. He didn't have elite-level safeties. But he had guys that could play well enough, guys who could play the ball and get a lot of turnovers that were created by the pressure created with his front seven. And that pressure from the front seven is something we're really starting to see here. Uh, I think we had five total sacks,
0: yeah, and they and I swear they had their hands on him a lot more than that.
1: Oh yeah. They, a whole they lot had of hurries. His, a whole lot of hurries. And I mean even from the very start of the game, the second snap of the game, Trevathan ran him over. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing so yeah, you're seeing the middle linebackers blitzing in there fairly often, which is nice to see Fangio start to, you know, mix it up, get a lot more of those exotic blitz packages going. Well now that he's um, learning
0: that he can like trust his secondary to not get just grotesquely burned out are exactly, left I alone. I think that's a huge
1: <laughs> part of it. You know, the whole the whole thing with the Fangio's defense is you only need to be able to cover for like five, four or five seconds. And at uh-huh. that point the rush should be there. That's what his entire defense is predicated on. Um and yeah, you're seeing Leonard Floyd getting in the face fairly consistently, bending that edge, making the tackles work drawing false starts holding penalties which is also good um but we what's really really looking nice is the interior play of eddie goldman and akeem hicks oh my you god you know the unsung yeah. unsung heroes of that defense
0: but well i mean i i think that we're writing a fair amount of ballads about akeem hicks oh I we mean,
1: absolutely <laughs> are
0: but maybe we gotta uh, give watch, Big Ed a little bit more love but
1: we we do you watch them both just in there and they're just destructive poetry wrecking that offensive line
0: yeah man it it kind of reminds you back of uh you know geez this is probably going back to like 2003 i mean they the bears had two two big daddies playing defensive tackle um
1: yeah uh, what was it tommy harris and tank johnson or
0: something like that um something washington i want to say i think this was maybe
1: oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking
0: about uh i feel like there was a taylor and a washington
1: that yeah were yeah i remember they were both just gigantic dudes
0: yeah i, I remember one of them uh, i can't remember their names <laughs> i can't remember their first names i think it was taylor and washington though and, yeah that uh, sounds right I, I remember one uh super iconic play where uh a keith trailer was one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Keith Trailer that <laughs> he scooped up a fumble or or batted a ball and ended up catching it. And like it was a split <laughs> second, he like his eyes got real big and he like didn't know what to do. And. You you like hear Erlacher yelling run run and and he yeah, yeah. this escort from from he's the linebackers he's just rumbling
1: bumbling stumbling yeah. And yeah
0: they like formed like a bubble around did. him as he's running down they did. the field they formed yeah. a bubble and he he tried to hand the ball
1: <laughs> to or yeah one, after I swear. he'd been running like fifty yeah. yards you could see he was getting gassed he him, here he, take the ball dude I'm, the ball. I'm pretty
0: sure he fell down on like the three because he oh yeah <laughs> he didn't so he didn't
1: make it he didn't make it all the way to the end zone I remember that oh man he ran like seven Seventy yards
0: and then just collapsed yeah yeah. Uh, crazy man but it's it's fun that we're getting that kind of uh stuff going on again with the bears uh speaking of akeem hicks uh there was a great moment with him he he got a sack um and and after he ripped cam down he got up and did you see he did he did the go fishing that uh that willie young would do yeah yeah Uh, and i did see that like leonard floyd and kind of joined him a little bit in that so Um, it was nice to see them kind of given, a, you know, it's a shout out in its own sense, you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Shows the, the brotherhood that they have now, which is the one, like the biggest thing you can credit John Fox with is turning this into a team that wants to play together. Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't, you know, they're not fighting every week. They're not, you know, trying to punch your kicker in the face and all this crap, um, so that, that's one thing we can't take away from John Fox amid all the other crap that we can give to him because he's terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, well, shit, man. I I don't think that there's that much more to, to talk about unless you've got something specific.
1: Uh, I mean, not a whole lot. Like, I don't think we can sing the praises of the defense enough after that game. Uh, special teams is back to not atrocious, which is good. Yeah, I mean they After were positive. They gave two returns. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, too, I mean but... you give up one return. That I mean it happens sometimes, uh-huh. but to give up two in one game, okay, guys, come on. But that uh, was good to see them not being terrible. Um, and uh, I, I, it's completely me, bally of, ball of me, and I didn't realize it at the time like watching the game it was like yeah all right that that second half was kind of boring but whatever but then it was just when i saw what the total numbers the total yards the time of possession the only five first downs it was like holy crap that was
0: yeah not good
1: hilariously bad um but hopefully so hopefully some of that will turn around this week it'll probably have to as we're going are we going to new orleans i think so
0: are we hosting New Orleans? You know, let me let me take a quick peek here. Uh they are going to New Orleans. All right. So
1: yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to do a lot better than five first downs and 150 yards if they wanna not lose by thirty points to this team.
0: Yeah, man. I you know, I'm also I'm really excited to see now now that this defense is kind of settling into its identity, how how are they gonna be able to handle Drew Brees?
1: I mean, that's the thing. They're going to have to get the pressure up front. It's going to fall back onto Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks to mm-hmm. push him back. Don't let him step up and step into his throws because if they let him do that all day, he's going to be hitting uh, Willie Sneed and Michael Thomas for you know 400 yards again.
0: Yeah, right. And and so that's another thing. This this is a, a track meet, really, uh, with the receivers yeah. here. Uh, it, our our secondary is going to be tested to see, you know, do, can they stick with these guys? And and just like you said, I mean, it's going to be super reliant upon uh, those, you know, essentially that five-second rush going on. Like, are they going to be able to get there and be disruptive? Uh, not to mention, I mean, do you think this is the best running back tandem that the Bears have been against this year? I mean, you might, you might um, argue that, uh I
1: mean, know, Le'Veon Bell is well, – Le'Veon Bell –
0: yeah, and, and obviously Freeman and Coleman makes a nice stack in its own way, but the the uh, the Saints. I mean, Ingram and Kamara, they can they can punish you in some some different ways. Oh yeah, I mean, they really can. It's, Ingram can take it to you on just about any play, and Kamara is really pretty explosive.
1: Yeah, yeah, they definitely are a, a nice thunder and lightning thing they got going going on there. They're not all that different than what the bears have with howard and cohen yeah it's, it's probably a I little say, less dramatic
0: right i mean <laughs> yeah i would say howard
1: and cohen are both overall better than ingram and Kamara, but
0: uh-huh and and more on the extremes of the spectrum in terms of the yeah. And lightning. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um but yeah the bears defense is going to get worked the saints offense or i mean the saints defense started the year hilariously bad uh but they've been they've been better lately so we'll see yeah I, I just I hope to god Trubisky has more than you know 15 pass attempts this game
0: man me too I hope <laughs> he has more than 15 completions this game <laughs> right <laughs> Cause, cause right if he doesn't we're gonna lose by like 30 uh,
1: <laughs> right maybe that this will be a good week I'll play I'll have to play both my bears running backs this week in fantasy
0: yeah, no doubt. No I'm,
1: doubt. I'm going to be that guy who plays two running backs from the same team.
0: <laughs> two running backs from the same team in fantasy, huh? Yep. I mean, Why not? You could probably do worse. I mean, I, th- I feel like the Saints give up a pretty good amount on defense, don't they?
1: They they do, so it might work out for me here.
0: All right, so... Uh, mac actually has just been able to connect with us uh so say hey mac
2: what's up everybody
0: all right that's great now all of our fans know that the most important member of the bear den is is on the podcast officially (laughs) alive Alive
2: and well uh yeah obviously i have not been around for the recording tonight i'm assuming the episode has gone well Uh, it's definitely a fun game for bears fans won't hammer on too many points assuming that you guys have covered most of it but i do want to point out just in case that uh i believe there have been six or seven games in the last 10 to 15 years where a quarterback has thrown seven or less passes and still won the game and three of them were coached by john fox <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
0: that's hilarious yeah we, we yeah, didn't go that uh, deep we did we did comments on how that's like you know
2: john Tebow, fox stuff but Yep, Tebow with the Broncos, Wanky with the Panthers, and now Trubisky. Wow. Hopefully,
1: yeah. Trubisky's a little bit better than
0: those other two.
2: Yeah, no kidding. You take that right. back. Tim Tebow is a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like his chosen player. <laughs> well, Fox sure does know how to play conservative. We'll we'll give him that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. for that. So uh anyway, I mean
0: we we're, we're pretty much just ready to move on to uh, score predictions just, unless you want to say Saints. anything else to to break down the Saints. We we talked about it a little bit, but you're more than welcome to share your insight.
2: Uh well, Saints are interesting just in that they've um their offense has scaled back just a little bit particularly on the road, though it's worth noting they're going to be in the Superdome where they're always scarier. Uh-huh. Um but their defense has really sort of emerged as a thing, uh, mostly because as much as we love what Eddie Jackson's been doing in Chicago, the prohibited frontrunner for defensive rookie of the year right now has to be Marshawn Lattimore. He's been absolutely incredible, one of the best corners in the league up to this point. Yeah, uh, so, yeah a real yeah. talent, that guy. Yeah, I mean, the last few weeks, if you started the Saints defense, you were probably winning your fantasy football matchup. They have had oh, been yeah, they have. predatory.
1: They had like a 30, 35-point week against uh, good old Matthew Stafford.
2: Yeah, and you say what you will about Brett Hundley, but they still capitalized. And uh, yeah, beating up Matt Stafford is not necessarily something that comes easily when you expected the Saints-Lions game to be a total track meet. So um, the Bears are probably going to have to throw a little bit in this game. I don't think you're going to be in a situation where you can go up to scores and then just dare the Saints to come at you for a half hour like you did with the Panthers I think you're going to have to even then offense like
1: if you dared the Saints to come at you for a half hour they're 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 gonna that's they'll exactly have, what I'm
0: saying they'll, they'll, yeah
1: they'll do it
0: yeah they yeah. they have more weapons I think uh on the mm-hmm. offensive side obviously they've got you know receivers and a
2: quarterback and yeah, what what I will back, say so. is that I don't think The Saints receivers are too much better than some of the receivers our secondary has already faced this year, mostly thanks to us having faced a pretty bad murderer's row of receivers. Mm -hmm. Um, Though Breeze is a different animal from pretty much everyone we've faced except uh, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely correct. and. You know, as far, as far as the receivers go, something that Brian and I were talking about is, like, they, these are athletic receivers. They, you know... Yes. They, they can flat-out run, and, uh, you know, their their speed, I think, you know, on both sides is going to be testing uh, our secondary in a way that they haven't been, I don't think, you know, tested every play. Um, yeah,
2: if, if you're going to stand any chance here, you're really going to have to um, hope the front seven pins their ears back and can really beat up Drew Brees. Because mm-hmm. if you're not generating that kind of pressure, he will probably just pick you apart.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in fact, Brian was saying that, you know, the, the Vic Fanjo defense is reliant upon the front seven, creating mm-hmm. pressure within four or five seconds, and this game is totally going to be a story of whether or not that happens. Uh, and, you know, as far as the Bears offense goes, they they certainly are going to have to pass to stay in this game. But uh, I, I would sort of think of this as – uh, a game that you try to start out and establish the run and see if you can ram it down their throat a bit because uh, they're
2: weaker up front than yeah they are they're on they're the susceptible outside. to that yeah, particularly because the secondary has taken such a step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I, I, I totally agree. With, uh, you you got to try to pound it though. Um, it would be a really great week for Dowell Huggins and the Bears' offense to figure out play action. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Be a really good week for that. And, I, and Trisky, I want to
0: see the
1: highest. He can't be play worse again. at it than Glennon was.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way he could be worse at play action I've, than Mike I've Glennon. I've
1: never seen a quarterback be less convincing with the play action fake than Mike Glennon was.
2: Yeah, it was pretty bad. All right, so you guys were talking score? Yeah, we uh, we hadn't even dug into the score predictions yet, but uh, okay. we're game to well, do I, that now. All right, well, I guess since this is such a non traditional format, I can start. <laughs> as opposed to the usual Brian starting, um, I think the Bears' luck runs out here. Uh, I'd love to see a third straight win, and I think they're going to come out firing with the hopes of getting to 500. That would be such a big moment for this Bears franchise in terms of the development, but I, I just tend to think it's a little bit of a tall task in this situation. If the Saints were coming to Soldier Field, I think we could actually pull it off. Uh, but,
1: but instead in, we're in Tampa. So. In Tampa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the Superdome. I think we're going to uh, I'm gonna go twenty to thirty. Saints a win.
0: Alright. Well I guess I'll go next and we can let Brian be last this time.
2: Uh so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna amend that. I'll go seventeen twenty-four. Just a little more faith in our defense.
0: Seventeen twenty-four. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well uh that was sort of in the area that I was going to pick but I'm gonna, I'm going to be different for the sake sure. of being different um I contrarian I, I am going to be contrarian uh, I do think that this is going to be the week where we like see Kyle Fuller finally get burned bad for a play um <laughs> you know I I don't know Could exactly happen. which receiver he's going to be responsible for but uh if it's Kenny Stills he's going to I think be left in the dust cuz that dude's got wheels um <clears throat> So uh, I, you know, I do think that the Bears are going to do a a more effective job on offense on the whole. You know, my gut tells me that you know maybe this is going to be kind of the uh, the the gunslinging debut that we've been waiting for for Trubisky. I think that he's going to have to throw and a lot. Um, yes. So you know maybe we see him you know push for two fifty, three hundred yards. I think that'd be really exciting. You know, it's probably going to be a lot of a lot of slashing type of routes, you know, it's probably going to be some screens. I mean, you get the ball in the hands of your, 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 you know, Swiss army knife in uh, Tariq Cohen, where, you know, he can, he can kind of line up all over the offense. But uh, I I, I do think that the bears are going to be slinging. I think that they're going to be in it for a while. And uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, 34, 27 saints are going to take it, but, but the bears are going to put on an admirable display. I hope. All
1: right, all right. Um, so Brian thinks the Bears I'm, are going to win. I'm tempted <laughs> to keep the streak going, dude. You have got to. I'm.
0: You're you're dictating the fate You're dictating it this going against
1: you two and getting it right here. Oh man, I just I don't think I can do it. I think the Bears are going to lose this one. Not, and it won't be for a lack of trying. I think we'll see. A good game by the defense, uh, and then, then a decent game by the offense. But they'll—I think—they'll come up short. I'm going to say uh, twenty-eight
2: to nineteen. Nineteen. The Bears are going to get a safety? Of field
1: goals <laughs> or a safety.
2: Four field goals and a touchdown. I hear you.
1: Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like that sounds... It'll be a busy day for... Uh,
2: for counterbirth Barth.
1: Connor Barth. All right.
0: Well, the I Oracle hath spoken, huh? Brian, Brian, you've managed to be a prophet, so unfortunately... But doesn't, it doesn't
1: count when we all pick the same thing, so...
2: That's a cop-out. Yeah, it's totally Here a cop-out. Cop cop out. Brian's got like a... Remember the football baby from a few years ago? That trend where like the days like had the baby pick like between two like stuffed mascots or footballs or whatever it was and he had like a 10 game correct streak or something (laughs) like that that's brian (laughs) (laughs) now of course the baby stopped being correct eventually and then the novelty faded and that's when brian will be kicked off the show yeah (laughs) it's only fair all right, so I really don't feel right closing out the episode no, considering no, Mac, I'm such a late to. comer. I, I must.
0: You I must. must. Okay. well I, I think all that Brian right. and I did an admirable job the on the intro. Give the people what they want.
2: But I'm pretty uh, sure I would botch this, so. Take all right. Well. Well, fine. I am presuming that these two talked to you at length about the uh, Saints. I mean, about the Bears and Panthers, and I am presuming it was a great episode and you enjoyed listening along. Uh, we will definitely be back next week in full force, I believe, unless one of you has something going on. And we will be dissecting the Bears and Saints game as we head into the bye week, preparing for another showdown with the rodgers Packers. So should have a uh, fun little stretch ahead of Bears football. We are in the top five weakest strength of schedule for remaining players I don't know, sorry, for remaining teams rather. So there is prime opportunity to win some football games and maybe even get towards 500. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. and so, conveniently the NFC
0: North is collapsing.
2: Yep. <laughs> so playoffs. Yeah. I mean <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: playoffs talking about
2: the playoffs <laughs> well giddy up uh, you know it, it is uh, it's wide open you, you got a good defense and maybe the passing game comes along and why can't you at least get around 500 why Why should we not make that the goal at this point so uh, we will definitely be back to discuss next week's game and much more with you throughout the rest of the season and until then we will see you next time in the bear den Nice!